welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 177. We have come back from our Christmas New Year break, folks. We re energized. Uh, my great co host, Robert, has been doing some spells and potions <laughs> and other stuff through the holiday period. Uh, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to the new listeners and viewers, Robert? I'd love to, since Jonathan has been so kind to call it out. I guess I'm the show's uh, re- resident pagan or something like that. But anyway, um, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be doing this with Jonathan again and uh, to hit 2019 with my feet uh, firmly uh, pitter-pattering on the little earth, right? And John's doing the, for those people who can't see the video, you're going to miss out. John's doing a clippy clop horse impression. So yay. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so uh, excited to be here, Jonathan. And if um, uh, excited to see what 2019 brings us, I'm going to plug you, dude. I'm going to say, uh, for those that you don't know, I think that 2019 is the year that John probably starts to kick out the kinks in his, uh, his SAS product uh that he's got I well, there's no excuses so we've been doing testing <laughs> um, we've got new features and i'm going to be plugging it a bit more in 2019 and i'm right. talking to a few people so um um trying to rustle up some answers in the next couple of weeks to see who um how we can be moving well right forward but um i'm excited about that i'm excited to see what you do with that and as a matter of fact um um yeah, we gotta. Oh. We should talk about that a little yeah, bit sure. uh, sometime soon in the in the upcoming year. As soon as I'm out of my backlog, your um, backlog, your backlog, well, your spells backlog. Do you? No, no. Uh, no. All right, so guys, uh, yeah. for all of our, our lovely listeners, we're going to talk a little bit about what a lot of you've been thinking about, which is a lot of you wait until the end of the year or the beginning of the year, and you do your marketing contracts at this time of year. In other words, you're looking for new websites, you're looking for new marketing agreements with with companies like Yolopo or Bold Leads or Agent Fire, and there's the list of them is in like huge. The income. Well, I would say huge. I, I think there's hundreds. Probably... There's hundreds, Jonathan. There's only about ten or fifteen good ones, but there's hundreds. Well, there, there's about I would say to start off. Actually, we're going to start off with a slight disagreement here, which is unusual. Oh. Uh, oh. Maybe because we've had a couple of weeks um, break. Oh, right. Um, I I consider it is when you really look at it, Robert. There, there's about a dozen main players that have any kind of, I would consider as real players in the market. And then I would subdivide those 12 in those that are really aimed at brokerages because of their sure. price points and those that are aimed at um at the individual agent or a power team of um, maybe one or two, three agents that are working in a team. Okay. So in those 12, I think there's a real subdivide between the products and services that really aimed at brokerages and aimed at individual agents and power teams. Okay. What do you think about that statement? Well, <laughs> yeah, I always feel like sometimes you're just like you're a pugilist trying to start a match with me. I don't disagree. There's ten or twelve main ones. I would I would phrase it different. I would use different language than you, and I think I did, and that's probably what what uh, rung your bell a little bit. Which is, I would use the I would use the language that there's there's ten or twelve twelve companies that you can spend money with that will actually be effective and get your result of any kind. Most of the marketing companies that I know of, you're going to spend your money and get nothing. 
or whatever the dollars are that you spend. And there's hundreds of those, like, which is what is frustrating as a real estate agent, because I'm sure there's some good startup companies out there doing good work, um, but they're not doing it enough volume to hit my radar. And so now you as an agent who are trying to look for a deal and stay away from the 30 or 40 grand you'd have to spend with real estate webmasters or somebody like them that's proven and effective, but not fun to deal with and not cheap, then you... Then you're you're like you're looking at this other guy and you're going well these guys say hundreds of people don't you know waste your money and so on and so forth and I agree with that but however we're going to give you some tips right now in negotiating these contracts with the small guys and the big guys uh, it doesn't matter who who it is that you're dealing with okay so um, I've been doing this for eleven years Jonathan has let me steal ten minutes of the show to talk about how you negotiate contracts because it's not a very exciting or sexy topic but it is a very relevant one. Um, so one of the things that a lot of people don't know about dealing with marketing companies is, um, is that there is a lot of flexibility when it comes to the template agreements that they send over to you. In other words, you can read the agreement, the terms and conditions that they sign you up with, and you can negotiate them for some reason. And this happens with me. Nobody ever thinks to say, can I actually negotiate your template legalese? Can I get you to redline it? Can I say something here? Sure. Based on my, because I've got enough of business, I've got over almost 12 to 15 years of experience of building websites for people. Sure. Uh, mostly in WordPress. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got about 12 years experience. Okay. I would, I would say that 99% of my clients never read the proposal contract properly. I would agree with that number. And uh, the only time that I've ever dealt with clients that negotiate contracts is for a brief amount of time, I was running for about a year and a half, I ran the sales team for one of the largest independent web developers in Southern California, a company that at the time was named Cyplex. And our contracts were $100,000, $200,000, $300,000. And when you're dealing with companies that have an individual in place whose job it is to make sure that they're getting good agreements and the agreements are that value, they definitely get read. In real estate, I've never, not one single time, have I ever really had a client redline an agreement with me. Like, look, read through it, and then negotiate on it. They've and negotiated. I, I don't know what you're like, Robert, but I would prefer them to read it and actually show me that they had and ask me questions about it. I actually would prefer that rather than them sign it. And then if something does come up and you say, well, this is what's in the agreement, they say to you, I didn't know that. <laughs> Right. Well, I cover, I cover the fiduciary hooks in my agreement as part of my sales process, which I think that is, I mean, I don't have very many, so it's not a very long add-on to my sales process. But um, I think that everybody should understand I agree with you, and I wish they read everything else. And I wish that they would just have the habit of reading them because it would avoid a lot of pain and heartaches like, Real Estate Webmaster's contract is 12 pages long. It's 12 pages of fiduciary agreements with massive financial hooks. They will go after you legally. So you should read their agreement. And the thirty dollars or $40,000, so you're buying like a car. You're buying a bloody car. And yet you don't even read the contract language. So guys, what is my advice in terms of reading the, the contract language? All right, so here's a couple points for you. Number one, before you sign up with anybody, me, John, anybody, Read the cancellation terms on the agreement. Find out if there's any hooks in the cancellation terms. You want to know what those are up front. You just want to know 
like everybody has a great sales pitch. I do, John does. And if our products work right, you won't be canceling in the first place. But if for some reason you're unhappy or somebody dies or something happens and you have to get out of the agreement, you don't want somebody legally coming after your bank account. You just don't. So read what the contract terms are, what the cancellation terms are. And if you don't like them, if they don't work for you, instead of just saying, I'm not going to do business with these guys, see if they'll change the agreement for you. Because in many cases, they will. Even big companies will change their their contracts. Now, if you're a small fish for whatever the company is that you're dealing with, it's possible that they won't change the agreement. And that's just something that you have to deal with. So look at the cancellation terms. Um, number two, um, and this is just a, a weird little footnote, um, is you also probably want to look at um, uh, your performance commitments, uh, both yours and theirs. I have a guarantee. Most of my clients don't even know that I have a guarantee. I guarantee my performance. Most companies like me, though, don't. And what happens is you're going to get, like, you're going to be confused about the difference between the contract language and the sales language in terms of product performance. The bare minimum, the legal minimum that a company is required to perform is in their contract language, not on the phone with the salesperson 99% of the time. Most people are not meticulously honest, which is sad. They embellish or they use language that is not as clear as it could be. I'm not saying that they're lying. I'm just saying that they're not as clear as they could because John's squinting and frowning. And, and well, it, it's I was, I'm uh, I I can be persuasive, more persuasive than most people think. Um, the reason why I was squinting is uh, I think it's also looking back with my, my many years of dealing with clients. Is it's managing expectations and really, you know, trying to come to a conclusion. Does the client is the client really on the same prayer sheet as I, I am on? Do fundamentally, especially in the areas, the area that we cover in this show and the two businesses we run, Robert, what what do they consider a lead? And what do you consider a lead can be two very different things, can't they? Sure. But I don't put, I, I don't think that I don't have any contract language in regards to leads and, and nobody else that I know inside the real estate marketing industry does either. Yeah. You're not, you're not guaranteeing performance in type in, in terms of leads. And I'm the rare SEO guy that even guarantees performance in terms of getting somebody onto the first page for any number of searches. It's because you can't guarantee Google. You have to be really good at what you do to think that you're going to have a minimum performance bar in the first place. Now, my opinion is, is that if you're going to charge somebody $10,000, $20,000, $30,000, you should be damn good at what you do, and they should get a result. If you're going to spend that much money in marketing, they should get a result, and you should be willing to put something in writing that says you're, you're either confident they're going to get it, or you're going to make sure that you work for free until they do after they've spent that ten, twenty, or thirty grand, or whatever the number is. So... That's my opinion. I get to run my business any way they want. But guess what? Most businesses don't run that way. And the performance metrics that are put inside the legalese, which most of the time is you get to pay us 50 or 60 grand and we guarantee you bloody nothing. And I just like people to read that 
after getting off the phone with the salesperson so that they can see the dichotomy and they understand you can learn a lot about the company that you're dealing with in their, in their contract language. I skip the sales guy, skip everything. It shocks me that people don't use that as a measure of who am I dealing with as a company? Like, what is their philosophy really? Because when the pedal hits the metal, it's what the lawyer wrote down on the terms and conditions that really tells you about who you're dealing with. Are you willing to take a risk with your business to make your customers happy? Or is it always going to be fuck the customer? I'm sorry, excuse me. Sorry, everybody. Um, my bad on that. Uh, if, if there's a problem, you know, if we don't do what we're supposed to do, screw these guys. This is the one off, you know, forget you. That tells you a lot about the customer. Anyway, so we, you only gave me 10 minutes and I've taken too, min, too many of those minutes. Well, no, we, we'll sit with the first half. But what I'm gauging from this is that you, you, you have had discussions with possible clients and you've heard some real horror stories maybe recently about certain, which you're probably not going to name for legal reasons, which I totally understand, um, but you sense there that there is a lot of overpromising and in the sales process, which isn't matched with the actual language in the actual physical contract which these people sign. I wish I could say it was strictly a matter of um, uh, like I've heard stories, but I've run sales teams. And um, it's, it's any, any guy or gal that's ever been a sales manager, including a lot of the brokers that listen to our shows, are going to understand this when I say there's only so much control you have over what people say and how they say it when you're running a sales group. And I, 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 I've run a, like really amazing teams. But you, get, you put up a guy against a wall who's falling short on a quota or is a handful of, of inches away from some kind of bonus based on performance – and, and yeah, they might get a little bit slick with their language. And I'm not saying, again, I want to be clear. I'm not necessarily, it's not as black and white as somebody just out and out lying, but it's somebody obscuring a detail or maybe not being as, as meticulous as they, they sometimes would be with describing something. And I've run these sales teams, like in my sales guys and gals, I love all of them, or they wouldn't have been on my team in the first place. But to say that they don't occasionally get loosey-goosey with their language would simply be false. They do. You know, they just do. I wish they didn't. I, but, but what can you say? It, 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 they do. So that's my, that's my commentary. It's personal. It's not even like I'm not going to point any fingers at companies. I'm going to take it right on the chin and say teams that I've run have gotten me into hot water before because of stuff that they've said. I've always come back at it, you know, and you're put in the position of, well, Mr. Customer, didn't you read the agreement that you signed? And the answer is always no. So it's like, all right, well, I get it that my guy or gal may not have been as clear as they should have been, and I take responsibility for that. But you need to take responsibility as a customer and read the bloody shit that you're signing. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go for our break. we're going to go for our break, folks. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about the kind of lead generation online platforms. The half a dozen that Robert and myself are the ones that we think that you should consider in 2019 you know we're in january a lot of agents brokerages looking at different marketing platforms we're going to be talking about the leading half a dozen that we think do get results and you consider and we'll be quickly talking about their strengths and weaknesses or what robert thinks that their strengths and weaknesses are we'll be back in a few moments folks 
Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We're coming back. Robert's Robert's a bit pumped up. Yeah, 2019, baby. He's a bit pumped up, folks. I'm going to try and become more American and be more pumped up. I am not a common American. I've been told by friends, look, dude, you've been living in America for 12 years and you're still dowry English. You need to pump yourself up. Right, so we're going to... So, Robert. Yes. Let's, what do you think are, if you were an agent looking around to sign up with an online marketing SaaS platform, whatever you want to call it, what are half, what are the half a dozen um, companies out there that you think should be on the shortlist that you would even consider talking to if you were an agent? Okay. I'm super excited about this topic. All right. So we're going to break these companies into sections. As but we First of all, give us the half a dozen. Oh, I'm... for crying out loud. There, I, okay. So Boomtown, Yolopo, Bold Leads, um, Inbound Three. REM, the company that I founded. Four. Um, Real Geeks. Five. And in certain cases, we're talking about marketing companies, correct? Well, you know, that, you know. Let's face it. Our, our listeners just want to get leads, and they they want to they want a platform or company. That's there aren't a half a dozen. There's five that I would recommend. Right, so, the true hand of God. I would not. So I don't have half a dozen. So you would you would you wouldn't recommend Curator? No. Right. Fair enough. And um, right. So let's talk about these five then. So, okay. So the three of the, oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I missed a big one. I missed a huge one. Boomtown. So there are six. I think you, that was number oh, one. Did I, did I say Maybe. Boomtown? Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got to break these up into sections. First of all, of, oh, oh, no, real estate webmasters. Sorry. We did, there are six and I didn't say real estate webmasters. No, so that's that six. That's six. All right. Uh, okay. So most of these are what I call direct marketing vendors. All right. That means that they focus on spending money on Google and Facebook ads in order to drive traffic traffic into whatever platform it is that they they've given you. So those vendors are Real Geeks, which is good for a single individual agent. So Real Geeks, if you're an agent that and you're and you're interested in a PPC strategy or you don't care, then Real Geeks with Facebook or PPC is a good lead converting website to up to have that you don't own it. All right. Yolopo founded by my friends, G Jafung and Howard Tager guys. If you listen to the show, here's your shout out. Um, the, uh, these guys have created a platform that is doing really cool things with Facebook marketing and they've got a website attached to it. I actually haven't had a walkthrough since they've been developing the product a lot. They've been really making leaps and bounds in terms of what they've been doing with it. But I have a, I have a great deal of confidence and faith in these two guys as entrepreneurs. So on, that, on the weight of their previous success with Tiger Leads, because they basically, it was Howard Tiger that founded Hi- Tiger Leads with a handful of other partners 
but Ji Jifeng was his secret weapon. And he took, he and Ji decided to partner outside of Tiger Leads when they sold that company, which turned into Commissions Inc. And now they're doing Yolopo. And Yolopo is doing some really cool things with Facebook marketing. Um, a little bit expensive what I can, from what I can see and hear, but they, they, the guys that are doing, that are behind the show, I believe in them. Um, the other company, uh, Bold Leads, is one of my favorites. They're inexpensive. They've got a great back end. I've been recommending them consistently. I think they're the cheapest, most effective lead generation system that's out there if you're just looking for leads. Uh, Boomtown is, is neither cheap, but it's super effective, and it's the only game in town if you're looking for high-end team-based lead management platforms. If you're trying to properly feed and manage a team of 10 to 20 people or more hundreds, Boomtown is really the guys that have built the backend technology, the lead distribution technology, the integrations with the system. They're really the ones that have really turned themselves into rock stars for team stuff. And um, rock star, I wouldn't say rock star, but what I would say is that if you're looking from a team base, let's say from 10 to 20 to 50, and you're looking for a fully integrated system that has a track record and is reasonably ethical, um, they are the player in town, aren't they? They are. I think, yeah. Hmm. I mean, to me, they're rock stars. They're, they're the only golden goose in the inside, inside the entire real estate marketing industry. Their management team has driven the entire company from a like a bootstrap kind of philosophy. They just took on their first round of financing at $21 million. Um, their, their, their team, their management team, their sales manager, their VP of operations, their CFO are all online. They're all evangelistic about the company. At every level, Glassdoor, they're the only real estate marketing company whose Glassdoor reviews are incredibly awesome. Like when you start looking at all the puzzle pieces of the way that company operates, they're really the only shining example. I'm going to have music on the show, Robert. No, hold on. Sorry, so I'm getting blown up because it's the beginning of January and I'm a marketing yeah. company. So anyway. Um, but no, but um, I, I agree with with your statements there, but we've got to keep this in context because we're looking at certain price points, and we're also looking at other price points. And when you when you look at them, you, you know, um, I've not used it in the real world, um, but I know their price point. So we we are looking at a very wide. Um, six companies that have very wide um, price points, aren't we? Yes, we are. Because Boomtown, just for the license, is $1,500 plus your spend. It's a $3,000 minimum monthly commitment in most cases. Well, when it comes so, to geeks, what are we looking at? We're looking at uh, about $1,000 a month is what you should budget if you're universe, because it's $239 for the platform. It's uh, if you let them manage your PPC campaign, they charge you $500 a month for that. Um, and bold leads? Bold leads is $600 a month uh, at starting. So they're the cheapest by far. You can move it up to 600 or 1000 but you're just getting a lot more with bold leads if you increase the budget. Um, on to the, the next. Right. So there's two SEO companies 
that I'm one inbound REM and uh, the other is real estate webmasters. I'm not usually all that comfortable plugging myself, but, but honestly, if you're, if you're in the market for an SEO product, I really am at this point. I'm probably, I'm not quite as good or as fleshed out as real estate webmasters is, but I'm close. I'm not. Well, you, but on the other hand, uh, um, to give you some praise, um, and I'm English, so I'm not, not, I'm not normally you don't generous. Do, you don't do praise. I'm not normally generous with my praise. <laughs> uh, um, is that what they're getting from you? In some areas, it might be a little bit more rough and ready, but you counter that with the uh, um, the personal touch. Is that you and your team? You know, you know we've got to be honest here. Um, there's ways of countering this, but when you get to a certain size, you know, a client is just another client. With your team, your because of the size, you, you you can still talk to the founder of the company, and you can still you're going to be still treated as a member of the family to some extent, aren't you? Yeah, true, and I think that's going to continue through 2020. But beyond that, probably probably not. We're gonna we're gonna grow to the point where eventually I won't be able to get on the phone with people. But we're not there. We're not there for the next year or two. So so guys, still call me. We're 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 still very much there. So those the, those are the two SEO things. There's a vast price difference. Now, when it when it yeah. So what do you charge, and what does Webmaster charge? My contracts run from twelve thousand to about thirty six thousand. The average contracts. That's the, and and it's it's complicated. Not complicated. They're just structured in different ways. Real estate webmasters starts at about. 20 or 30,000 because they have three year agreements that are $500 per month plus a $5,000 website. And that's no SEO. That's not SEO. If you add SEO in it, it's now two or $3,000 monthly agreement. So you're looking at easily, easily a $36,000 to $40,000 contract to start on the SEO site. Right. So let's stop there and let's talk about them. And then we roll back to you. Um, do they get results for that investment? Usually, yes. Yes, they right. do. Right. Usually. Uh, but it's a sizable... I don't think, unless you're talking about uh, a very profitable power team of, let's say, three to four established agents that are working in a, a boutique power team, you're mo- you know, there might be the odd agent that's really on the top of the market. But would I be saying with webmasters, you're mostly talking about brokers, aren't you? Yes. That, that buy right. into that. When so let's finish off with your products. So you're saying twelve to thirty thousand. That's still a sizable investment for an agent. What what can they expect for that investment and what time period do they have to really understand that they're signing in for before they will see those results? My my contracts are eighteen months. So I just increased them for twenty nineteen. Um, they should start seeing results sometime after month number 12 of the site being live. They should see enough traffic and, and something to be considered leads, but they really shouldn't think that their <clears throat> website is truly going to hit its pace until that 18th month mark. And that's something I had to deal with uh, over the last year and learning as I was building these sites and looking at my clients' results, I realized that my 12 months just wasn't long enough. There were some some people, it was plenty long, that was fine. But there were other people that just took a little longer. And I want every single, my objective as a service provider is to take, is to show performance for every contract I take, end of discussion, every single one. 
So you have to look at the lowest rung on the ladder and go, what does that look like? And some of them were taking longer. So I was like, all right, well, we're going to do, we're going to do 18 months, uh, month agreements. Now, real estate webmasters does three years. I don't think they're doing it because uh, anything related to performance. I think they're doing it because they've been the only show in town for a long time that does a really great SEO based website along with a reasonably competent backend. And there's nobody else doing it. So they, they could charge whatever the hell they bloody wanted for however long they wanted to. They're the only game in town. Yeah, yeah, I think so. But, but you know, you, you, what you've got to understand, folks, is what you're buying into with Robert or Webmaster is you've got to really understand what you're buying into because you're buying into something that's going to take a little bit longer to get results but when it does get results, it's power and ability to constantly feed your funnel with quality leads is going to be substantial. But you've got to understand what you're buying into. And as long as you understand what you're buying into and you've got the ability to pay, it's a good investment. I would say that not because Robert. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have invited Robert as my co-host at the in two thousand eighteen if I didn't think he was reputable and what I, I extensively read his materials on his website um, before I asked him to become my co-host. And um, I knew I knew where he was coming from. My own product, Mailwright, is more like the bold leads. And and some of the other similar players, it it's, does offer a website, but it's a basic um, website based on WordPress, which enables you at some time to upgrade to something like what Robert offers and his team. But it's more about lead generation through paid advertisement through Facebook, and then um, nurturing those clients through um, email and text messaging um, in a way that keeps you in front of those possible clients because um, most salespeople don't realize is that they only, they only touch base really effectively with 20% of their clientele and 80% falls through a very leaky funnel system if they, even if they've got one. And it's keeping yourself in front of those 80 that you're not doing a good job can lead to a lot more extra business because a lot of people touch base with you aren't in the position to buy or sell right now. And the industry is notoriously bad about keeping in touch with those type of people. The time's flown. Actually, I think we're going to have to go back to this subject this month and have have more time to discuss it. Um, because um, looking at maybe looking at these companies in a little bit more detail, would you be up for that, Robert? I would love to. And I was going to suggest the same thing because uh, let's skip the bonus content today. Actually, there's uh, since we've been talking about platforms, I let's draw the show to a close, but I, there's a couple things I want to talk to you about before I have to move on to my next thing. Yeah, sure. So we're going to wrap up the show uh, it's our first show of the new year. I'm amazed I'm still here, folks. It's a bonus year. It's a great one for me. And for the amount of work and caffeine that I drink, I'm, 
I actually drink so much caffeine that I can't even tell you folks because you'd be aghast. Absolutely shocked. But we'll be next we'll be back next week either with a great guest or another great internal discussion between me and Robert. And we hope this has been great value to you. And we hope that you get the results that you're looking for, not only for yourself, but your family in 2019 in your real estate business. We'll see you. Happy New Year, guys. Bye.